This is The Playbook. Hello, everyone. It's Dave Meltzer here with The Playbook, live at the Blue Wire Studios here at the Wynn in Las Vegas in the lobby of the Wynn, the greatest studio I've ever had. And I just want to thank the people at Blue Wire for sharing this experience with me. But not only is it hello, everyone, it's Hello, Elizabeth Gore. Hello. <laughs> Howdy, everybody. You're amazing. And hello, Alice. I love Alice. you. Hello, Alice, the co-founder of Hello, Alice. I couldn't think of better women already this morning. I have my oldest daughter working for me here at the studio. So badass. So badass. I had Amelia Antonetti, who's amazing. one of uh, my mentees and co-mentors now because she's matured so much. She teaches more, me more than I am taught. And then I have a current mentor of mine, Sometimes from a near, even if we're in Riyadh, and sometimes from afar. But you and I share a mission. We do. And That's right. I, I, I was blessed with three daughters. And I'll tell you why it was such a blessing other than having kids. Mm -hmm. Is that I grew up with boys. Five boys and one girl. And I remember when I had my first daughter, I didn't know what to do. And then I said, you know, love, love her. Mm -hmm. But what I realized uh, now that they're older is that... God gives you what you need. That's right. And that's right. Every day, whether need, you like it or not. I needed daughters. And I'm a different person, uh, a better person, because I have three unbelievable daughters. And when I met you the first time, I meet certain people and I said, oh my gosh, my daughter needs to listen to, learn from, follow this person, Elizabeth Gore, because this is the person that can give her the steps to get to where she is and beyond. Well, my goodness, for pre-coffee, that's quite the compliment. Thank you, sir. And you deserve it. And Hello Alice uh, supports women in a way and small businesses in mm -hmm. a way that really I, a pragmatic lawyer, business person, think that gets ignored a lot by mm -hmm. people who want to do good. Mm -hmm. And it's like, let's fund these people. Absolutely. <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you, we've got a million and a half small businesses on Hello Alice now. And 65% uh, of them are women, uh, the best business people in our country. Um, and we see the uniqueness of people. We, we have 51% uh, black or African-American individuals on the platform. We have 20% U.S. veterans. My dad's an Air Force. One of your team members' dad is Air Force. And so, listen, the, the fabric of this country, and I think we really saw it in COVID, are small business owners. And we have to make sure that they're funded. And, you know, we're sitting here in Las Vegas, which has an incredible entrepreneur and small business community. Uh, but we really focus on what we call the new majority. The new majority of business owners are women, people of color, and U.S. veterans. So over 73% of the people on earth, or in America especially, mm -hmm. are women, people of color, and veterans. Right. Uh, over 73, might even be lower. I do always tell people, because if you want a great statistic, yeah. my favorite statistic 99% of statistics are all made up. I was going to say, are the, the, your favorite ones are the ones you make up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> See, we already are thinking the same. But well, I can't do math, so making them up is fine with me. <laughs> Good. But the money side of things yeah. is so important. I'm it the is. chief chancellor of Junior Achievement University, mm -hmm. and the mm -hmm. reason is I'm an alumni. We have 100 million alumni in Junior Achievement. And when I was in Junior Achievement, zero women were in my, mm -hmm. my group. Mm -hmm. Today, over 50% are in junior achievement. But why is this so important? Because what I, I'm an investor. Mm -hmm. I, I love money. Mm -hmm. I think if you can shop for the right things with money, money's the greatest thing that was ever created. Right. It's the greatest energy ever given. But only 3%, it may have dropped. It actually. has dropped. Yeah. I hate to be the banner. Are you about to say venture 3%. capital? 
Yeah. Yeah. Only yeah. less than 3% of the 73% are funded. Right. You know, here's the thing that I love capitalism, right? And if we look at this from a purely capitalistic point of view, why not make the best financial bet? I want you to make money. I want you, I want Meltzer you to make so much money because I know you're going to put it in the right places or your daughters will whoop your ass, right? right? So <laughs> women are an incredible bet. We tend, to, if we are funded at the equal, we tend to financially outperform our male counterparts. So the data and the financial data has not caught up, I think, with the systems. I, you know, I, I do think we've shifted. I don't think it's a bunch of assholes running around saying we're not going to fund women. I think the way our institutions work, it has not caught up. And, you know, I've focused a lot lately on credit and credit, particularly for small business owners. I mean, the, the differentiator in credit, if you look at venture, that's, that's a huge amount of money, but a very small percentage of people, right? And if you look at credit, you look at loans, if you look at um, all the things that fund our businesses when we get started, um, the disparity is huge. And the irony, though, is that the financial markup, if you put it behind a woman, is insane. So my big thing is well, go make a whole bunch of money, invest in these women. Yeah, and I think speaking of credit, giving credit to people that may have because of the social economic biases that are a lot of time unintentional, mm -hmm. just historical in nature, we have to give credit to people that may not traditionally be given credit. That's right. That's um, right. And you guys have a MasterCard. Yeah, we, we, we pushed out um, a small business credit program, secured and unsecured. We saw a huge financial opportunity here. I don't like talking about it as social good. This is a business. Right. And so there was a there's a $40 billion gap in the BIPOC community in credit. There's a trillion if you include women in it. These are people that have actually applied for credit and been declined. Most of the time it's for lack of credit history, not even bad credit. So if women who have been in the care economy, if they've been taking care of their children or aging parents, they stepped out of the workforce, come back, no credit history. U.S. veterans who have been deployed, coming back, they don't have credit history. Um, you have people that have been incarcerated. You have immigrants. This is a huge opportunity in business uh, because of the traditional ways that you look at FICO and credit scores and so on. Either, well, let me say one thing to all my, my small business owners. Anyone can get credit. So you have to be very careful not to get predatory credit or 40% interest and screw Usury up your life. Credit, right. Yes. Um, but getting equitable credit is critical. And most people, particularly post-COVID, cannot get a, a legitimate bank loan within their first 24 months. So operational credit is, is huge. So we're working really hard with partners to really understand how to break the system, to use new data. I'm later today at CES talking about how do we use AI and data science to actually use data to talk about, well, I have a functioning business, so I should get credit. No, look at my personal credit history. Look at my business plan. So I think there's a huge financial opportunity here. In, it's interesting because that's exactly where I'm working. Would love to partner with you as well. And what okay, we, we were looking at entrepreneurs. And one thing that I've realized is that I want to invest in an entrepreneur who has banked everything on. They have a Hell desire. Yeah. They must. And, and they've have. I, I don't care about no credit. Yeah. I want to bank on a mom who has loaded up her credit cards mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to invest in a business. Right. And I'm willing to go ahead and take that risk and give that person credit because I think they're a better risk mm -hmm. than the person mm -hmm. that doesn't take any risk. Well, if you look at Hello Wallace, Carolyn and I, Carolyn's Latina, I'm a South Texas redneck. And <laughs> I mean, essentially, we both maxed out our credit cards to start the business. We don't do this, people at home. 
but you know, we mortgaged one of our houses. I mean, you know, you, you hustle, right. To get a business running. And I think that's a very fair point is the the entrepreneurial mindset is going to figure it out. Right. We just want to make it a click easier in that process. Right. And now we're, you know, we're worth several hundred million dollars. And I say that out loud because I want to show that our audience is a bankable, profitable audience. Right. Everyone says, hello, as a social good company. I said, yes, but we're a profitable, strong company because our audience and our customer set are profitable and strong. And I mirror my businesses and persona in the same direction that mm-hmm. I'm not shy about saying my motto is to make a lot of money. Right. Right. To help a lot of people shop mm-hmm. for the right things. Mm-hmm. And of course, have a lot of fun. I want to enjoy the pain. Right. And I'm right. not a masochist. When I say enjoy <laughs> the pain, so I identify the pain so I can get better. And yeah. I was just thinking the other day that entrepreneurship is is this extreme roller coaster, right? Where you're like, okay, I'm going up. I'm going up. I'm at the top. It's amazing. Oh, shit. It's so scary. I'm going back down <laughs> I'm again. Bankrupt. What's happening? Ah. And then you spin around and then you throw up and then you're excited again. And then you get off the ride and you're like, that was amazing, right? <laughs> but the, the whole process <laughs> is is crazy. And, you you know, that's, that's actually one of my 2023 um, pushes for myself is when you can have fun, you can enjoy you got to do it because it is going to go back down for a minute. It won't stay down. I, I like crap rainbows. I'm a total optimist, but I have learned that it's not tough skin. It's scar tissue, right? You're going to get those <laughs> bruises and, and bumps. So you have to enjoy it, right? Yeah. Totally. I, have a, I have a new uh, interview technique, uh-huh. right? I'm always trying to learn the best way to identify if you're aligned with our values and uh-huh. practices. So, you know, I've been with Howard Behar from Starbucks mm-hmm. who takes people out drinking and, you know, learns about the right, way they treat right. people. I love this idea. So I'm going to find the scariest roller coaster <laughs> I can find. And if they get off, right, and puke and then say, I love it. That was amazing. And then even more, I'm like, do you want to go again? If they say yes. That's the key. Then I'm like, you're hired. That's I don't even key. need to look at a resume. I just want to see you puke. Yeah. Say I love it, yeah. and then tell me you're gonna do it again. We should go do that together. It's this so is good. like a new show, right? Yeah. We'll yeah. just be like, "How was it?" Yeah, we could think of even more ideas, like alternative interview process. Uh-huh. I love it. No, I, I'm all over it. <laughs> we'll get Claude it. Silver to back us. Right? I like it. Right? I like it, and perfect. I love roller coasters, so I'd be having fun and do. Okay, this is we're doing this. You're a genius. No, but we only meet in random places, right? right? So we'll we'll pick where there are roller coasters. Well, that's why Bravo's gonna like it. Oh, I like <laughs> we this. We get the whole, you know, here's the food we're eating beforehand. Yes. We get to see twice. <laughs> which which time did it taste better before? Oh, God. The first time now, or the second? Now you're second? going too far. <laughs> There's now you're Dave Meltzer at his best. <laughs> Speaking too far, yes. you know, one of the other things that I've learned me. is, you know, I am a white middle-aged man. You are? I am. I've never noticed that. And so a lot funny. of times I think we separate ourselves from the support that we, we need. Mm-hmm. And I find sometimes resistance that, well, we don't want your help. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait a second, this is the wrong way to go about it. Mm -hmm. I I understand, you know, the discrimination that has occurred, the Mm -hmm. unfairness that exists today, but why not? And it really excited me because at first I thought it was all women when I first met you. Mm -hmm. And I love the fact that there's still about 30% of, Mm -hmm. you know, white middle-aged men in there that are being supported as well. We love our men. Right. And, Mm -hmm. And why do you think so many people have, a more separate comparative com- instead of a completion, they're in a competition. Oh, I think that's a, you know, I do think there are environments, as long as there is an equity, there needs to be environments where people feel, especially when they're getting started, that there's a safe environment where I look across the table or I read something and I see someone I, I can identify with, with. Right. identify with. 
I, I do think that's important. However, um, particularly in business, it, I, if we get too siloed from the next person, we're, we're leaving out a huge amount of customers, of partnerships. And we got a lot of pushback. We were originally just for women. And Carolyn and I both, um, there were so many men coming onto our platform anyways. <laughs> and when we really looked and unpacked, they had uh, similar but different disadvantages. Maybe they lived in an extreme rural environment. Or maybe that's just when we really started looking at, at U.S. veterans. Um, I mean, maybe it was a, a Latino gentleman who just couldn't get that first loan, right? And so, and the other thing I'll just say really quickly, Sina, is I'm a huge fan of data. And if you're able to segment based on, you know, historic bias or data and financing, you know, you really can create unique paths for individuals based on those unique challenges, right? And we all have challenges. Yeah. Um, so I, I do believe that we need to have safe, comfortable environments, particularly in business, for people who identify with each other. But it needs to very quickly open to all of us. And I, that's just pure business in the sense of otherwise you're leaving out so much and so much potential. I think as it relates to competition or why some people make silos, I do think there's still a lot of hurt out there. And, and it's uncomfortable sometimes to sit across. You know, we were just discussing that you and I were in, in Riyadh in Saudi Arabia. And that was a really eye-opening trip for me of people that I had huge assumptions about. Me too. Right? I mean, and, and some of them where I still have very strong opinions that they, there needs to be a lot of change. But I also learned that they, they have 40% of venture going to women. We have 2%, right? But yet I can't step out without a male escort, right? So... We have to open up and really have hard conversations with the people sitting around us. And hopefully they look different than us. They have different genders, different backgrounds. Um, and it's better for business if we do. It's better for business. Yeah. And I ventured back right after Thanksgiving <laughs> to Alula. Did you? 122 sports entertainment dignitaries around the wow. world. That was at Qatar. Uh -huh. And we had the Alula Dialogue. And huh. this was one of the subject matters. And it was amazing because they had women uh, that were part of the Saudi wow. community. And just the advancement of women from the time we were in Riyadh. It's going fast. Yeah. And it's only been four years total. Right. Right. Uh, and right. the openness in the attitude uh, from the top, uh -huh. it take, I, I wish in America we could somehow facilitate well, change that quickly. That goes back to capitalism. You know, we're going down a rabbit hole here, but we love rabbit holes at, at Alice. Um, <laughs> but I will say that, you know, Saudi, what I learned was they, they, are, they can't be dependent forever on just the energy sector. And what they were saying is women were stepping forward with such technological advances that just like I just said, it would be leaving out a huge business case for revenue and, and economics in that country. So that's why I keep going back to this capitalistic argument about women is invest, make your money. You know, also women tend to put 90% of their income back into their community and families, right? So it's also a, it's an economic bet for our community in addition to your wallet. And to that community, as a last point, it's not just credit, it's not just funding, but there's grants, the, go mm -hmm. the government. Mm -hmm. And I get frustrated a lot of times because of the awareness of help. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm mm -hmm. someone that lost over $100 million because I didn't ask for help. Uh -huh. And I see don't the do same people. Right, no, I won't. Yeah. Yeah. But I see people that have $100 mm -hmm. that don't mm -hmm. ask for help. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can see why someone who had as much money as I do 
being arrogant enough, mm-hmm. ignorant enough not to ask for help. Right. But man, go out there and ask Hello Alice for help because yeah. they'll show you what's available. Yeah, we have millions of dollars in grants that we <laughs> offer from our own balance sheet. And then we have navigation tools to help you find government grants, private, and it could be based on your industry, your gender, uh, your location. Um, and we help you navigate that. And uh, through data and segmentation. And here's the other thing about help. Um, my favorite accidental thing on Hello Alice has been the peer-to-peer connections. Um, you can connect with other small business owners. And we these communities that have, um, I don't know if self-built is a word this morning, but it is for <laughs> me. Um, but we have now the largest military spouse community that for small business on our platform. We have the largest black-owned business center on our platform. And we did not create these. These were self-created by these business owners. And in COVID, they were pumping, helping each other. People were even helping each other go out of business with dignity and not ruin their credit. And the one thing I really worry about this year for business owners and entrepreneurs is ambiguity. You know, entrepreneurs usually do really well in opportunity, and they also do really well in crisis. You know, our entrepreneurs knew what to do in COVID. They had to buckle down. They had to close. They had to do it. But this year, I mean, even if you listen today at CES, is are we going into an economic collapse? Are we not? Where you know, Jamie Dimon says this, someone else says this, and I think ambiguity is very scary for entrepreneurs. And so during this time, I think it's critical to to listen to your peers, to reach out, to ask for help, to not isolate yourself. And the the, the people that will know trends the most is the business owner sitting next to you. And so you know, ask for help, listen to advice. I think your peers, you know. Are, are the most important advisors you have. I agree because they can help you align your skills, knowledge, and desire mm-hmm. to what's doing well, what's not doing well, mm-hmm. and what's stable. And those three areas are very simple ways to figure out what your best next steps are so the ambiguity doesn't create procrastination or the right. overwhelmed feeling right. that paralyzes entrepreneurs and it's small that, It's that uh, our roller coaster ride, I think it's the circle <laughs> part. It's like, are we coming around? Are we not? I don't know. What are we doing? <laughs> uh, well, hello, everyone out there. If you're not familiar with Hello Alice, you're making a huge mistake. It's a community of people that want to help each other and know people who can help each other. Is there something simpler that you can think of to get you where you want to be? Well, I'll tell you where I want to be. It's here in the Lobby of the Wind in our gorgeous studios here with Blue Wire Studios in the Lobby of the Wind with another gorgeous soul here with me today, Elizabeth Gore. Thank you for joining Thank me. Thank you. I appreciate love you. Love you, buddy. I love you too. This is Dave Meltzer with Entrepreneurs, the Playbook.